Hello there. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> tw- you're never that quick to hit the go recording button. I was in the middle of the time you're like, and we are live. Good yeah, morning, Vietnam. <laughs> um, I'm going to be completely honest. I know that's from a Robin Williams film. I was using it in the office Michael Scott way. I'm oh, okay. just using it as an entrance to everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understand. No context is key. Yep. Um, anyway, episode 28. Um, because we decided two hours of talking about San Diego Comic-Con last week wasn't enough, we're going to talk about it for another two hours today. Hope <laughs> you guys. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, but this week is going to be more focused around... I guess, our interpretation of what we've been given over explicitly what we've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, we've also got character profile, which is going to be on Ironheart, who's going to be appearing in Black Panther and then their own TV show. Um, we've got a little talk about the Daredevil show, the Captain America New World Order film, Kang Dynasty Secret Wars, and then me and Hori might have some ideas for what's going to probably be announced at D23 in regards to the eight unannounced Phase 6 projects. Um, and of course, a little, little bit of news, a little bit mm-hmm. of superhero showdown, shenanigans, you know how it'd be. Yeah. Um, but before we get into all that juicy stuff, Ari, how's your week been? Um, well, how has my week been? <laughs> uh... Somewhat bursts of busyness. Lots of like projects with KCP that were like either last minute things or uh, things needed adjusting and stuff. So it's always like quiet, calm, and then oh, bit of burst of work needs doing. Um, kind of excited for Worlds, which started today. KCP had the first game earlier and won, swept 4 0, which was nice. It's the start we wanted. Um, other than that, things have been pretty chill. I'm back on Rust, which is cr- causing me to be a DJ. And people that have listened to the podcast for a little while will know what happened last time I played Rust. Um, <laughs> yeah, I literally only spoke to you while recording the podcast for three weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's bad to that then. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I've had a fairly chill week. Not awesome. much going on. My sleep pattern's screwed to God's earth, but when when isn't it at this point yeah. um yeah how's your That's week it. been um i mean it's been pretty pretty good so i mean we finished recording last thursday mm. i had to then pack to go away for the weekend yeah i went to sleep i got up i went basically straight into london um i had a very busy but lovely weekend with my girlfriend to celebrate her anniversary um mm-hmm. got back monday afternoon ish and then it was back to work on tuesday um so it's been pretty uh bish bash bosh yeah um, and because of how packed our weekend in london was it kind of felt like one of the ones where you need like a day or two of holiday where you just kind of everyone agrees to forget you exist for a couple of days <laughs> to like regenerate or maybe yeah. that's just me no um, i feel that but no it's not been too bad um Got some stuff to look forward to over the weekend. Um, getting my new tattoo on Monday, Ooh. which is very pog. Yes, big pog. 
I'm very excited about that. Um, so yeah, just chilling, killing, you know how it be. Um, I mean, I did like no work for the podcast this week because yeah. I wrote most of my notes for this episode last Saturday. No, a week Saturday. I was going to say, it was like two weeks ago. Um, I didn't have to do any editing this week because I was away and you took all that on. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally yesterday sat down for like 40 minutes. 20 minutes to do the character profile for the stuff that I didn't know. And then I'm here. So it kind of feels, I feel weirdly underprepared. Like I'm looking at someone else's homework right now. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no. I feel like I feel more like you usually do. I feel like I've been nonstop today. Yeah. yeah. So KCP work. Then I had rust wipes tired. Then KCP was playing. And then podcast. I feel like I've been non-stop trying to... Yeah. Usual thing of trying to do too many things in one day, really. I've got to be honest. When you said that your sleep schedule was fucked, it made me feel a lot better about how much later than normal we're recording this. I'm like, oh, Horry's going to be up till 4am anyway, so if he doesn't get this uploaded till 3am, I don't need to feel bad. Yeah, sure. Four. <laughs> Four is when I'm going to sleep. But, um, <laughs> just, make, just make sure them segments are ready for me tomorrow. Yeah, but... they, will, they will, they will. Don't worry. <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, I think I think that's about it on my side. Um, so let's get into actually. Oh, question for the viewers. So next Friday, Spooderman comes to PC. Oh, as in not tomorrow, but the week after. The following week, would you guys like me to review Spooderman? four years after it came out as someone who literally knows basically nothing about the game and is playing it for the first time because I'm going to anyway <laughs> well there we go then do you want it reviewed well tough show you've got no choice <laughs> so this is just like a pre-warning of in two weeks time you're either going to have a skip segment that you entirely want to skip or you want to make sure you watch that, that that's what I've just told you there yeah you're welcome pretty much but anyway um, this week's character profile is on Ironheart, who is um, a character I'm very excited to have come into the MCU. Um, but I think a lot I of people said, are. Did I say this to you on the podcast last week, or was this in messages? I can't remember. I already know that this character is probably going to get a lot of hate. Last week we said this. Um, and it makes me feel sick, because there's fucking no reason for it. She's a dumb lit character. Um, and... It's another one of them situations where I'm going to have to sit here and go, if you don't like her, you are either sexist or racist. I, 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 I don't have any reason to believe they're going to ruin the character. No, you're wrong. They might ruin the character, in which case you might go, uh, it's not that great. But even if the writing for the character is really bad, do not give hate to the actress. Yeah. She could only act what she's given. Don't give hate to the writers either, because they tried their best. Just voice your displeasure and go, I didn't like this characterization. And then if everyone very politely says to Marvel, can you please characterize her properly? They will fix it. They will not respond to a bunch of people going, eh, she was trash. Because yeah. they're just going to think you're being ignorant and not listen to any valid criticisms you might have. Just like me. If you are disrespectful, I will assume you are just bigoted and have no valid points to make. That Let's being be said. Marvel... Even when Marvel does a bad job with a character, it's never ter- It's never a bad job. It's yeah, just... It's, there's, there's levels to this game. Yeah. 
So, Ironheart, also known as Riri Williams. Yes. So, a lot of the character profiles in the last couple of months have been what I would call young characters who like debuted in 2009, 2012. Mm -hmm. We have an infant character. Oh, no. First appeared in Invincible Iron Man, Volume 3, Number 7, March 2016. Oh my god, I was already... Oh no. I was 21. Why? Anyway. What? So, very, very new character, which means Marvel also have a lot more freedom to kind of play yeah. with her a little bit, because there's not too much Lord tying her into one spot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so she was born in Chicago shortly after her father died. Mm -hmm. She lived with her sister, mother, and stepfather. Um... At the age of five, she was taken to see a uh, behavioural professional after right. some problems at school. Classic. At which point, after many tests, it was determined that she was a super genius. Oh. And the very common thing of school wasn't challenging, therefore she got bored and caused mischief. Yep. Taylor's old as time. Yep. Um, at 11 years old, she was given a scholarship to MIT. Nice. Um, and then this is when it starts getting really sad. At the age oh, of no. 13, her best friend and her stepfather were shot dead in a drive-by shooting while they were having a picnic. That's pain. Yeah. Um, and I mean, being the genius she is, she just kind of likes to tinker with stuff. She went to MIT. She's an engineer at heart. So, um, she decided she would t to challenge herself. She would try and reverse engineer some old Iron Man tech. And she was successful and made her own kind of suit that was cobbled together through some stolen stuff from her university campus. Um, and then and then while she was out doing a test flight, she stumbled across some escaped convicts and stopped them because why the fuck not? Yeah, you're in an Iron Man Iron yeah. Man suit. Um, and here's where it gets really funny. Um, Tony kind of got wind of what Riri had been up to. Oh, no. And kind of flew out to see her and went, look, as long as you do it right and you do it safely, I fully back you doing this. You you seem smart. You seem able. Just be safe. Yeah. And was quite supportive of her desire to be a hero. Um, and then Riri would later... Um, fight alongside Tony in Civil War 2. Right. Um, in which Captain Marvel's on the other side instead of Captain America. Um, and then towards the end of Civil War 2 when Tony became comatose, mm -hmm. um, Riri decided she would carry on his legacy. Um, and she became Ironheart. Um, and she worked alongside an AI backup of Tony's consciousness to um, create her own armor. So this goes okay. back to um, some people remember this on the internet and they might have at the time seen it and gone, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why do people think that? Some people think that the um, hologram that Tony uses at the end of Endgame. Uh -huh where he looks Morgan in the eye and winks at her. Everyone's like, 
how did he know where she was sitting? That's a Tony AI. Tony's not actually dead. He's an AI pog. Um, I mean, it's never been paid off. It might not be paid off, but that's why a lot of people thought that because he has a history in the comics of becoming an AI. Okay. Um. So yeah, so she's up to like her third level of armor. It's pretty sleek. It mm -hmm. kind of looks a bit more like what we kind of saw in like Infinity War. Yeah. In like the kind of like the sleekness of it, not as bulky. Mm -hmm. Um, very quickly after becoming becoming Ironheart, she kind of took over a lot of Tony's responsibilities in the sense of his villains became her villains. She was a true legacy character. Mm -hmm. Um, she's incredibly intelligent. She's a very smart engineer. She's worked with people. She's worked on a team called the Champions which was kind of just legacy characters. Right, okay. Um, I think champions, as they're known in the comics, if they get seen in the MCU, will probably be just referred to as Young Avengers instead. Oh, right, um, okay. So I think the Young Avengers we end up getting in the MCU is probably going to be the culmination of a lot of teenage-centric teams that have been seen in the comics, and then kind of taking bits and pieces they like from all of them to make their version of the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see how the character changes for the MCU because obviously she's in Wakanda. Yeah, it looks like she's going to be the Shuri to Shuri's to Charla. <laughs> the Shuri to Shuri. Yeah, she's going to be Shuri Shuri. It's very, it's very simple. I don't know, making it complicated. <laughs> um, but I mean that doesn't mean. I mean, it's clearly a slightly older actor playing her. It's not an 11-year-old. Mm. So for all we know, she's already been to MIT. She's 16, 17. And she went, hey, yo, Wakanda's very open about all the technology they have now. I would like to come and play with your toys, please. Potentially, yeah. They might, she might even have some Wakandan heritage. Yeah, or Wakanda might Who even knows? recruit her. Yeah, I mean, she might just be Wakandan for a week. Yeah, true. Also that. Um, so, like, there's options, but there's also a good base to build off of there. Mm -hmm. I would argue in the comics what they kind of did was, okay, cool, t the, the rich billionaire playboy superhero super genius is kind of played out. Mm. What if you make it a young black girl from poor part of Chicago? Yeah, complete opposite. So yeah, she, she she hasn't come from money. She hasn't come from a good situation. She's come from a loving situation where her family supports her and she has very natural talents. Um, which is good, because obviously it allows you to give a different point of view of a similar character. Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited to see her in both Black Panther, in which I think we'll just get kind of a basic armor, where she's just kind of working out what she could do. Mm. And then by the time we get to Ironheart, we'll see her proper armor. And I'm very excited for that. I miss Iron Man-esque suit-ups and Iron Man-esque suits and fight scenes. So I'm very happy to have the ability Same. to have them back. I'm wondering, like, because you were saying how in the comics she reverse-engineered one of the Iron Man suits and tech. I wonder if, like, I was seeing in the Black Panther trailer when she was cutting out, like I said last week, though it could be like a more like a Iron Man 1 in the cave armor. Maybe that's her yeah. reverse-engineering. Yeah. And then after that, she sleeks it up. Um, but yeah, so very, very cool character. Very excited to see what we get. Yeah, it's going to be good.
You know what, Harry? I think this should just this episode should just be called Who What When. Who What When? Because <laughs> we've done our who and now we've got a number of what's to get. <laughs> um and then when is our predictions. There we go. Okay. Make it work. <laughs> um what is Daredevil Born Again? To many I of you, also asked you will question. view it as well, Connor. That's the newly announced MCU show. But it's so much more. Some people, like Horry, very validly, go, oh, it's fun because he's been reborn because he's no longer Netflix and he's in the MCU. Some people are like, oh, maybe it means he got blipped and he has to come back to his life. Again, all of these are valid. Yeah. But Daredevil Born Again already exists. It is the name of a 1986 Frank Miller Daredevil story arc. Now, some of you will have heard me say the name Frank Miller before. Frank Miller owned comic books being dark and gritty in the 80s and 90s. This is the guy. He changed comic book culture. Whether whether you agree with what he did or not, and like the way he, and the stories, whether you like them or not, mm-hmm. the man's influential. Um, and Batman and Daredevil don't exist the way they are today without him. Um, so it would make sense, al- along with the ideas that it's because he's moved from Netflix to the MCU, and he maybe snapped. he got flipped, which could yeah. still work with this story. Um, that we're gonna get some an idea of what this show could be about from that Frank Miller story. Because okay. while Marvel never do direct adaptations, when they use a name of something, it's because it's inspired by that story. Yeah, they usually take at least, at least parts. Partly. Yeah, they take parts of them usually. So I've got some bad news for you Daredevil fans out there who want to protect Matt Murdock, Murdock at all costs because you're going to see this man broken. Good. So, a couple of um, keynotes here. Karen, Listen. as in the secretary to their mm-hmm. legal practice, um, decides to leave and because she wants to become an actress. Okay. Unfortunately, this doesn't go that well. And to make ends meet, she ends up doing porn. Oh. And this leads to her becoming addicted to heroin. Slippery slope. It's very 80s view of, oh, you're due porn, you must also be addicted to drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, her addiction then gets so bad that for a fix, she sells Daredevil's secret identity, i.e. she gives away Matt Murdock's name. Oh, shit. This information naturally gets to Kingpin. Yeah. Um... And essentially what he does is, very secretly and very carefully, he validates the information. And then he uses it systematically to destroy every element of Matt's life. Oh no. In a very careful way that makes it just seem like bad luck. He convinces one of Matt's clients that he's helped mm-hmm. to say that Matt told him to lie on the stand which costs him his license mm-hmm. he then burns down his home he ruins any 
public respect he has. And he is made to be viewed by the public as a piece of garbage human being who has been pulling the wool over people's eyes this entire time. What about Foggy? I mean, Nelson and Murdoch goes under. R.I.P. Foggy. Because of the Murdoch yeah. reputation being destroyed. Um, then this leads to Kingpin getting a little bit too ahead of himself. Too big for his boots. And he then tries to bomb Matt's new home. Jeez, okay. And Step because up. it's a yeah, and because of the bombing, Matt realizes that it hasn't been and, unlucky. Yeah, this someone's was been targeting. Someone knows, and someone is fucking with him. And this kind of pushes Matt over the edge. It makes him insane. He starts hallucinating, and paranoia becomes off the charts. He doesn't mm -hmm. trust anyone, not Foggy, no one. He doesn't know what's real and what's not. Um, and naturally, he starts becoming more aggressive as a result of that. Mm -hmm. um, so then Kingpin decides it's time to just deal with this problem once and for all. And he reaches out to Nuke. Um, now, Nuke is actually referenced and seen in the Netflix TV shows. I think we see him in Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Oh, possibly. I can't, it's been um, a long time, I can't remember. But basically, Nuke is an American soldier who has been put through the American Army's attempt to recreate Captain America Super Soldier Serum. Right, okay. Fun fact, um, that's also what created Wolverine's adamantium claws. Oh. The same project. He is Weapon X or Weapon 10. Um, Captain America's Weapon 1. Yeah. Um, so Nuke is part of that same program. Yeah. Um, and Kingpin uses his money and influence over the American army to get Nuke sent to kill Matt. Right. Captain America and then intervenes and helps Daredevil stop Nuke. Mm -hmm. Um and then when he realizes that Nuke is being used by the government and they're trying to recreate what happened to him, he um right. isn't happy. Yeah, as I'm sure you can imagine, Miss Mr. Red, White and Blue wasn't too impressed with America's misdeeds. Um but he talks with Matt about what he wants to do and Matt uses Nuke to essentially ruin Kingpin and prove that Kingpin is a villain and a fraud and a horrible human being right. and kind of clear his name. Okay. He doesn't manage to shake off all of it and obviously there are always going to be people once there's bad news about you who believe it to an extent. Mm-hmm. But he, he manages to clear a fair bit of his name. He doesn't get his law license back. Wow. So he has to accept that he can't practice law yeah. anymore. But he, he manages to get back to some kind of resemblance of life. Normalcy. Yeah. So 
I don't expect we're going to have Karen doing porn. No. Or being addicted to heroin. What we're going to have, however, is Kingpin finding out Matt's secret identity and ruining Matt's life using it. And we're going to see a very broken and beat down Matt Murdock. Um, it makes me think of an old Spider-Man quote. It's like, everyone loves Spider-Man. But all Spider-Man fans can agree the best Spider-Man stories are when Spider-Man is hopelessly overpowered and broken and basically would happily be dead. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, it's kind of the same for Daredevil's best stories. And I'm Batman. already trying to piece this into how it would work with the blip. I mean, you make it that, I mean, because of what happened during the blip... Kingpin manages to realise who the yeah he puts realises Matt Murdock's gone and Daredevil's gone yeah because like Matt Murdock has been a thorn in Kingpin's side in the shows mm -hmm. even if they only keep the Netflix stuff as partial canon and not full canon yeah um but it'll be very interesting to see their adaptation on this um and over eighteen episodes. We mm. could legitimately get 12 episodes of Matt's life just getting worse and worse and him not even knowing why. I wonder if they open it with, like, him coming back from the blip and it's like, everything will have changed, like, situation-wise. We know Kingpin's back in a pretty solid seat of power because of Hawkeye. So it's like, him having to then come to terms with the fact that Kingpin's now running shit. Like, nothing's as it was. Um, he might not even have his home anymore if he's been gone and then they've given it to someone else so it got destroyed. So that could be why he's, like, he has no place anymore. Um, Karen and Foggy could have gone off and done other things because there was no law firm because Matt was gone. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what they do with it or, or maybe they play it as the blip happened karen's life went to shit mm. so she sold who daredevil was and she was like well he's dead so it doesn't matter oh yeah he's and gone then he, and then he comes back and the information's already out there that that's actually a, yeah um don't get me wrong i'm not saying he definitely did or didn't get blipped but if they do want mm. him to have been blipped there's ways they can make it work with this. They could story. also just do it like if he did get blipped, she wanted people to know Matt yeah. Murdock was like in a good way, and she was trying to tell people so he would be remembered, not realizing oh he's going to come back and this is going to kind of bite him in the ass. Exactly. Um. Yeah, it's going to be which means also with the born again thing is we're going to get a lot of Daredevil Kingpin action. Um. I wonder oh. if. We get any like Hawkeye, um, or e I suppose Echo might show up again. I Anyone? think She Hulk and Echo are going to partially set up Born Again. Yeah. Um, I think they'll answer the question of what's happened. Yeah, where he's been and what's been going on. Yeah. Whether that's he got blipped or. I, I, do you know what? I, I, I don't really care if he has or hasn't been blipped. But I want him to have been blipped for one reason and one reason only. 
the scene in Black Widow where we see Yelena mm-hmm. experience being blipped. Yes. And like the way the color and that really cool visual scene. Yes. I'd love to just see how they inter how Daredevil interpret being that. blipped. Yeah. Yeah. Just just to see. Um how they picture they're... he would have interpreted that. Even if they just do it and they decide they don't want to be blipped and that scene just gets leaked on the internet so we could see how they would have shown it. I just want to know how he would have experienced I it. I agree. I was Can like, we just get 105 minute shorts of how every powerful MCU person would have experienced being blipped? <gasps> oh no, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for Peter's... Again. <laughs> Still heartbroken. Oh, that, anyway. that would be painful. So this takes us on to Captain America New World Order. Yes. And that was another title that like jumped out at me. I was like, hmm, that's, that's, uh, that's a very specific title there. Hmm. Yeah, and last that week, means anything. Last week mm. I asked you about it, didn't I? Because, mm. like, obviously, as, as you guys know, I've not got all of the shows here because some of the names didn't make me go, hmm, I wonder if that means anything. <laughs> but this is one that did make me go, hmm, I wonder if there's something there. Things that mm. made you go, hmm. Mm. Yes, mm, indeed. Very hum. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't as exciting as I hoped it was. But... It does give us a bit of an indication as to what we might get. Um, so the New World Order, which I've just realised I didn't capitalise in my notes, so that's making me angry. There we go. Is an organisation in the comics was founded by the Red Skull. Um, okay. I can only assume it's when the Red Skull was like, hmm, being a Nazi in the modern day really isn't too good for business. Maybe we rebrand. <laughs> Literally. Um, the New World Order did fight the Hulk and the Avengers on a number of occasions. Um, and okay. some of the notable um, characters that were a part of the New World Order were Juggernaut and Absorbing Man. Juggernaut. So, like, they're pretty powerful characters. Yeah. Um, and although Juggernaut is the half-brother of Charles Xavier... Which I think a lot of people don't actually know. Did you know Juggernaut also isn't actually a mutant? Wait, is he not? <gasps> I always thought he was a mutant. No. Is he an inhuman? No. Is he, is he just? He he old school. He found a shiny space rock that is like <laughs> underneath his helmet that gives him superpowers. Old school superpower style, just okay. mm, rock. Um, I see. So, I mean, obviously, it doesn't give us loads away, but it makes it sound like we're going to have a kind of Sam's got to fight a big old organization and take it down. Yeah. Um, maybe we get Red Skull. I doubt it, but maybe we do. Maybe Happy... <gasps> it's the remnants of Hydra that Sam helped Steve take down in Winter Soldier have reformed as the New World Order. What if... It's yes, a... we are also getting the second season of What If. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, dun, dun. You've been waiting for that <laughs> for so long. I almost put a joke in my notes yesterday, because I'm like, this would be oh. a really good setup, but I've forgotten it, so you're safe. Um, Fuck's sake, you've thrown me off now. <laughs> what if Red Skull is back, but it's an alternate version 
who somehow ended up there and he's like oh well my thing's called new world order and he sets um, up yeah i i um like i said it doesn't give us loads but the new world order does exist mm. in it's comics canon so there's something for them to it's, build off of Yeah, there. it's probably going to be the organisation that's the main. Yeah. And because of the nature of who they are, I think we'll get a fair few cameos in this. Imagine we get Juggernaut. I, would, I, I, I love Juggernaut. He's such a cool villain. Mm, I run fast and headbutt <laughs> stuff. Awesome. That wall there? Boom. <laughs> can't, I can't get enough of it. It's such a childish thing. There are much better well-written, well-rounded villains. Big Just man who runs through, run through stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, now back on to the uh, word moment. <laughs> um, now we move on to the juicy, juicy stuff. Oh, the real juicy phase six. Mm-hmm. What everyone's probably what, been waiting for us to talk about. What is Kang Dynasty, Hori? What is it? What does it mean? I'm scared. Well, what I... does it mean? Do you know I what? Tell you? <laughs> well, I was gonna say Dynasty is just um. It's like a collection of powerful people in it. Or is it royalty? I can't remember which way around it is. I mean, I think it's been used in ancient Asia directly. Yeah. Um, to just be like synonymous with an empire. But okay. the dynasty would be like a family's empire. So when a family was in charge of the same empire. In before it's just so a like, collection of kings. For like, yeah, imagine... You had the British Empire. Yeah. We right, instead the British of it dynasty. just being one family, different families took over. The dynasties would be an era of controlling the, that empire. Okay. Yeah. I think. Anyway, so we could have multiple Kangs. So the Kang Dynasty or Kang War oh. was a 16 part comic run inside the, Avenge, inside the Avengers comic mm-hmm. between June. 2001 and august 2002 okay basically what happens is kang arrives from the future with his son okay and they blow up the un headquarters what a target and they're like we are in charge (laughs) we are here to bring peace and safety and security Allied like Darth Vader. I have brought security to my new empire. Um, that's brilliant. The Jedi were the real enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like the Avengers, are like, hey, yo, bro, you just killed a fuck ton of people. What do you mean peace and security? <laughs> yeah, yeah, big doubt. At which point they then revealed no one actually died in the UN bombing. They had all been teleported to safety preemptively. They were just showing the power they had to show people to not bother fighting them because they are the one true protector of Earth. Mm. You know, standard, like... Um, We're here to protect, not to bullshit. conquer. Yeah. yeah. We're protecting um, you from yourselves. Yeah. Um, he then promises anyone who claims land in his name, i.e. helps him take over the world swiftly, oh, no. will have a place by his side. That's why it's a dynasty. Um, which kind of invites a couple of villains to hang out. Mm. Um, I believe that did include Magneto and Doctor Doom. 
as mm. well as potentially Namor with the Atlanteans. Because mm. Namor was of the opinion, if I help him take over the surface, he'll let me just continue to manage Atlantis and my people will be safe. Yeah. Not great for the whole world, but great he has a responsibility to his people. He kind of had to do it. Not good, but understandable. Um, and basically, the Avengers get smoked. Well, yeah, no surprise. Um, and Kang takes over the world. Um, unfortunately <sighs> for Kang, mm-hmm. his son kind of falls in love with one of the Avengers. Classic Romeo and Juliet story. Yeah, but in like a really, a really like repressed, my dad says I have to conquer the universe kind of idea of love. But I just um, want to conquer your heart. Yeah, like <laughs> he loves her, so he actually just acts like a decent human being. Um, okay. And basically this leads to the Avengers being able to get enough. An inside mountain. No, it's not even that. It just allows her to free a couple of Avengers, which then allows snowball effects to create where they have enough people to actually mount a counterattack. Okay. Um, And this leads to an attack on his ship and on Earth. I've written down here, and I don't know why I thought this would mean anything to me two weeks later. The Avengers make new friends who help them free lost heroes. I can only assume my mean Kang's son by that. Must do. There might be other people, though. It'll be a surprise to all of us now. <laughs> um, basically, they fight back and free the Earth. Um, Kang gets put in prison. But mm-hmm. his son comes and saves him from prison. <sighs> they then get on their spaceship and they're like, okay, and his son's like, okay, Dad, let's get the fuck out of here. At which point, Kang reveals that he knew his son had betrayed him. Because and had and had his son just left him there to die, he would have been able to accept it. Because it'd have been like, okay, you beat me, fair enough. But you made the foolish mistake of coming back to save me, so follow me. And by the sounds of it, he then takes him into a morgue full of a hundred bodies. Oh no! And they are all Kang's son. Oh no! Basically, you watch Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. So you know how, like, they, like, Mortys are just... everyone gets like, them. Yeah. Basically, that's the same kind of idea. He's oh, like, I you've thought you were finally the one that wouldn't embarrass me. <laughs> yeah, you've, how look how many, you've disappointed me this many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he kills him. And blips in a new one. So that's that's Kang Dynasty. Okay. I think we do get... I say it now, or do oh. I go through Secret War first? Oh. I don't know. I'm going to encapsulate this in Secret War because they're inherently going to play together. So I'm not going to... I'm going to give my theory to the two of them together. I okay. think. Because um, I think that's what makes the most sense. Do you have any questions about Kang Dynasty before I move on? Um... He's just talked for like two minutes. I feel like I've rambled. <laughs> I'm trying to think because it's like, it kind of, to me, going off what you've said, and we know it's called Kang Dynasty, there are villains that we've been wanting for a while that have been yet to introduced and rumored. 
like Doctor Doom. Um, it would make sense if that's part of it. The whole idea as well of like he's getting people to help him to take over Earth works into the idea of Kang Dynasty. He's getting people and they're creating it together. Um, it'll be interesting to see how, if there's any like multiple Kang situation because we seem to are going to see a Kang in Ant-Man that may not be the Kang. So whether we, I don't know, get some interference from another Kang or another Kang helping him, or I don't know. Okay. So, what is Secret Wars? So I, I did a lot of research on Secret Wars because A, it's the end of Basic. the multiverse saga. Yeah. It's a name I've heard a lot about in the past. Um, so on top of the reading research I did, I probably I'm probably gonna lowball you guys here so I don't sound so much like a loser. I probably watched about sixty minutes worth of YouTube videos. Yeah, we'll go with sixty. I think that's a fair amount. Um mm -hmm. and basically we have two secret rules. Well, yeah, there's all the. We, we have the original Secret Wars, which mm -hmm. I could talk about for a very long time. Um, basically, it's seen as one of Marvel's greatest ever crossover events, and it was literally just done to sell toys. Smart marketing. Um, so, Secret Wars was a comic run from May 84 to April 85. It was okay. Marvel's first ever crossover event. Okay. And they did it to sell toys. Uh, Hasbro had lost the rights to DC. Right. And they wanted Marvel. But they said, Ayo Marvel, you got some good characters. That spider dude, he's lit. Everyone else, nobody fucking knows who they are. W work with us here. So Marvel were like, okay, bet. I'm going to write a comic book that has everyone. <laughs> so everyone finds out who everyone is. Everyone's in it. And you know what? We're going to give Spider-Man a new suit in it as well so that you can sell two different Spider-Men. Smart. Um, yeah, yeah. Proper. And everyone back then didn't care. So they were just like, oh my god, this is so awesome. Whereas now you try and do something like that, everyone's like, wow, chill. Wow. I think people would still be like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you say that, but that's why people complain. Oh my god, every superhero gets three suits every film just so they can sell more toys. Yes, correct. Yeah, wait till you see what and... they're going to sell with the Secret Wars film. Well, of costumes, a person. <laughs> um, but basically, what we get is we get the main villain, the Beyonder. Okay. He's taken an interest in Earth and their heroes and villains. And he's very interested in the concept of good versus evil. So what he does is he teleports all of them against their will to his own world. Battle world. Okay. And although it's supposed to be heroes versus villains, what actually happens is Magneto, for some reason, gets teleported alongside the heroes. Interesting. Which, of course, causes a bit of a dispute. 
Yeah. <laughs> the X-Men are kind of like, hey, leave Maloney's a mutant. Yes, we have our issues, but we're working on them. This is an internal problem. Don't this you is worry a family issue. It. Yeah. Whereas the Avengers are like, hey, yo, that guy literally destroyed New York yesterday. The fuck? Um, so we also get a bit of a separation there. So it kind of becomes right. heroes, villains, mutants. Okay. Um, and this leads to, of course, a lot of big fight scenes between the three factions mm -hmm. um, in various ways. Um, we also get Spider-Man in his black suit for the first time. Oh, yeah, that's when it got Which, of right? course, would later become Venom. Oh, yeah, because it's a symbiote suit. And it was, it was later retconned that Daredevil was also there during Secret Wars, but no one remembers him being there because of the teleportation shenanigans. Um, and he tried on the black suit first and drove it insane, which is why it acted so batshit crazy when Spider-Man finally got hold of it. Yeah, I mean, I I would. Yeah. I was in Matt Murdock's hair. Exactly. Um, so basically, Doctor Doom then hatches a plan to steal the Beyonder's power because he's like, "Hey, yo, that dude mad yoke." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's like fuck everyone else. I want the main guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hey, yo, I I'm gonna be wham." Um, so he works. Oh, I say works with. He beats Ultron. And then reprogram right. reprograms in to help with his plan. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um to steal the Beyonder's power. Um which he does temporarily. Oh. But um I mean it kind of becomes short lived because everyone then fights against him. Yeah, you um, kinda of just put a massive target on yourself when you do that. Yeah, but he thought I have all this power, I'll be able to get away with it. But then the Beyonder kind of, while he was fighting, woke up and stole his power back. He's like, bro, it ain't that simple. <laughs> like, mine. Yeah, um, you had fun with that while it lasted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so Doctor Doom kind of loses power again um, and then reads like, hey, yo, guys, I worked out how to get home. Can we... I'll, I'll take the villains home. You're all going to prison, but we can all just go home. It's cool. Um, but the thing doesn't go with them. Oh. Because on Battleworld, he can turn back to a human at will. Right. So he's like, I kind of just want to be a human again for a while. Fair. So She-Hulk replaces him in the Fantastic Four. Oh. And he stays on Battleworld for a while and Reed leaves him with the teleporter so that he can come home whenever he's ready. Fair. And then Spider-Man brings back the symbiote with him, wears mm -hmm. it for a while, realizes it's Venom, and so on and so forth. So that was the original Secret Wars. So, which is loved, mm -hmm. but kind of makes a shit film. Yeah. Also, does, does this whole like teleport thing not affect the time? Don't ask questions. Okay, sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I will time, raise my hand what? next time. <laughs> time what? Time like in, Yeah, in their real... Like, do they know they've been gone the same amount of this time? This was comics in the 80s. Don't ask questions. That, okay. that was the rule in the 80s. It's just, eh, maybe. Who knows? Well, I was like, do they go back to where they left off as well as... 
I assume so. Okay. I assume so. I'll put my hand up next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, then in 2015, we got a new sequel. Mm-hmm. Which is not liked. One. Yeah. Uh, not that liked. But sounds like a really cool concept. I think they just missed a couple of beats. So basically, Secret Wars takes place at the end of the incursions. Right. Uh, the entire universe is basically destroyed. Sorry, the entire multiverse is basically destroyed. And what we have is we have Earth 616 crashing into the ultimate Earth, which is... I don't know, I'm going to Google it. I don't have any notes for this bit. This is all going to be off the dome. Ultimate Marvel Earth. Oh, there we go. Um, one six one zero. Okay. Which is the Earth that your Mars Morales comes from? Right. And the Earth where Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are brother and sister, but also in a loving relationship. Um, the Marvel Ultimate Universe was very very good for a little while Mm -hmm. and then it went very very weird and very very bad and incursions was kind of a way to just get rid of it oh okay um smart so what happens is the two earths are crashing into each other the worlds are about to end reed richards creates a little ship that should be able to survive the fallout Mm -hmm. and just kind of see what happens. And he loads some people into it. Okay. um, Including his wife and children, obviously. Yeah. Um, And I would say Secret Wars is more of a Fantastic Four story. I think that's pretty well established. It's more centered around them and Doctor Doom. Right. um, Being Marvel's first family and the main characters of Earth 616 for basically mm-hmm. all of Marvel's comic run. Yeah. Um, and Doom being their greatest foe. Mm-hmm. Um, in the escape, something goes wrong and Sue and the kids get sucked out and die. Oh. And kind of then wake up in this weird place where Doctor Doom is God. Not a good place. And he has cobbled together using the broken down parts of many of the universes that have been destroyed Mm. his own world. Mm. Battle world. Right, okay. Um, And, I mean, we have this similar kind of concept of Lots of people are there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their own kind of situation brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting characters that don't know each other meeting, obviously, because of the Ultimate Universe and the regular universe. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it becomes Reed trying to save the world versus Doom wanting to be God. Um, in this world, Doom is married to Sue Storm. Oh, okay. And Sue and Reed's kids are his and Sue's kids. Oh. 
So it shows kind of his jealousy and hatred of Reed for having everything he wants. Mm -hmm. And he's almost trying to turn Reed into the villain. Okay, yeah. But instead, Reed's like, no, I'm gonna... I'm better than this. Yeah, I'm gonna be the good guy. Um... So, I mean, shenanigans incur, as everything does with a story. You've got to have stuff going on to keep it compelling in between. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, isn't worth a lot. A, because I don't have notes to tell you what they are. But B, Marvel will change plenty things to suit what they want anyway. Yeah. Um, and what it boils down to is, Doom doesn't actually have enough power to keep this world going. It's right, breaking okay. down. Okay. It's, it's not sustainable. Um, so essentially they work out the problem is Doom is too desperate to have the world made in his image Mm -hmm. but he doesn't have enough imagination to do it like I know that sounds really corny but like he's he's too single minded I guess would be the less corny way of describing it um so eventually there's the big fight and Reed gets the power. Oh, sorry. This is because I don't have notes. I've just realized <laughs> along along here we have an alternate version of Reed also on Battleworld. Oh. Who is like Just pure to... evil. Oh. So like Reed is literally having to fight himself, himself to do yeah. the right thing. Because they are kind of working together, but evil Reed is willing to do more evil things, obviously, to yeah, try wants... and achieve what they want. Yeah, who's doing it for his own self gain, not Yeah. Um, which kind of I think actually helps Reed stay level headed because he's like, Oh shit, that guy's kinda weird. I'm gonna just stay a bit chill. Don't wanna become him. Yeah. Um but you get to the dichotomy and the whole idea of well, I know it's from or the most common example I ever remember of hearing the quote is Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, where it's like we're all just one bad day. Um, oh yeah. It's a concept I really love in any kind of good versus bad media, mm-hmm. which is why, although a lot of people are sick of it, the idea of the bad guy and the good guy having the exact same power set is quite actually appealing to me because then it becomes about a debate about the morality, not about what they can and can't do. Yeah, it's what they're willing then to you do. Can, you can apply that to them in real life. It's like we all have the same abilities, we all base our humans. So let let the morality be the deciding factor. Um, yeah. And if and if someone in the comments is about to come at me for being too woke, I challenge you to read any comic book that isn't like left wing and progressive. And if you and if you do manage to find one, congratulations, you have no ability to read between the lines. <laughs> um, <laughs> And basically what it boils down to is Reed takes the power, uh, Doom secedes the power to Reed mm-hmm. um, because he realises Reed is the only one who can save the universe. Right. Reed then recreates the universe um, saving people like Miles, who then join Earth 616. Right, okay. Um, this is where and then we get the, the Fantastic Four essentially go out to the universe and rebuild it planet by planet galaxy by galaxy okay um so this goes back to what i, th- I think i said it last week 
a lot of people hear Secret Wars and they get excited for the very famous, very well-received yeah. 1984 version. And there are going to be elements of that. Yeah, this is what The we're story itself is going to be more like the 2015 version. Well, yeah, like the whole idea of its incursions and multiverse crashing together, like it just lines up with the... And this brings me to my theory. Oh, here we go. If there is no episode next week, Kevin Figgers heard this episode and executed me for yeah. being too ahead of the game. Uh, if I'm doing this podcast alone... And it sounds very shaky next week. And, I, and I'm <laughs> not really di deep diving into anything and I'm avoiding... <laughs> Films are fun. <laughs> if, yeah, if I'm alone next week and the podcast is now exclusively about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings... <laughs> um, it was what? not creative differences, no matter what he says. Hmm. <laughs> um, I may have so been told theory, to sign an NDA. My theory mm -hmm. is. Okay, here we go. Through phase five and phase six up until Kang Dynasty, Kang is going to be slowly built to be dubbed as the biggest, baddest, scariest motherfucker we have ever seen. Mm -hmm. Kang Dynasty is going to end with Doctor Doom making him look like a little bitch and killing him. Okay. So that Doctor Doom can then be the villain for Secret Wars. And instead of building a villain like they did with Thanos through like two phases, mm -hmm. they're building Kang and we're all like, oh my God, he's so scary. I don't know how they're going to stop him. And then they build up this terrifying guy and have Doctor Doom, who a lot of people who don't read comics already know how scary he is, come in and crush this guy like a fucking ant. And that moment in the cinema is going to hold as much gravitas as some of them big cheering moments, although people won't be cheering. Well, yeah, like the moments go, like when... Yeah. Thanos like the snapped. hammer and the Thanos snap and stuff like that, where we're like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. The Avengers... Are like people are dead, they're broken up, they are all ready to retire, and they barely beat Kang, and this guy's just come along and like made it look easy. Mm. Mm. I think you're right. I Doctor think the Doom is the main villain of the multiverse saga. Because you've also got to remember right before Kang Dynasty we get the Fantastic Four film. Mm-hmm. Which we're also rumored to get Doctor Doom in Wakanda forever. Well, yeah, also that. So I think what we're going to see is, I think we might not necessarily get to see Doctor Doom in Wakanda forever. I think they're going to start name dropping him or like descriptive dropping him. You know how they do with like talks of a person, and we all put pieces together. And then I think you're right in the sense of Kang's going to be the one that everyone's focused on and we're building up. Kang Dynasty, the idea that he gets people, villains to help him. Doctor Doom helps him. And maybe that's when we first meet Doctor Doom. And we think, oh, that's, here he is. Like, of course, this guy we've heard about is going to help the big bad guy. And then, like you say, it's going to flip. And everyone's not going to expect that Doctor Doom's the one actually in control 
And I mean, a lot of people who like are heavily into the comics are probably going to be in our comments like, well, yeah, duh, dumbass. <laughs> um, and it's like, yeah, no, but you don't get it. These films aren't for avid comic readers. Don't go wrong, they're happy to take our money and they want us to enjoy them. But these are for people who haven't read comics. Mm. This is their own little universe. They will be aware of Doctor Doom because of people like me and the other comic book nerds on Twitter like, hey, yo, finally we're getting Doom, yeah. this could be lit, bruh. But they're not going to be like going out and buying comics to understand how terrifying Doctor Doom is. There I is no it's... better way in film. Imagine if Star Wars introduced the next villain back in episode six by just having them fucking break Darth Vader in half like it was nothing. Well, yeah, it's like, well, you've got to look at it as well. Like for people, the comic book fans that are like, well, yeah, obviously this is where it's probably going to head. The people, the majority of people that watch the Marvel films spent phases one to three slowly being teased and built up about Thanos. And then Thanos was the big bad. They're now being slowly teased and built up about Kang and now going to, especially in phase five, to most avid viewers and fans that don't even listen to this podcast necessarily or deep dive into it, are going to be watching films going, oh, Kang's going to be the big bad. Kang Dynasty. Like, this is where he's it's going. He's after Thanos, so he has to be scarier. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's he's obviously, like, multiverse scary. And, and then how do you subvert expectations? Have him just get curb stomped by someone. Yeah, like, it's just going to completely flip. Especially, like, you've got to understand as well, like, the fact they're putting two Avengers films so close together, it's got to be a big like flip of who's in power because otherwise kang dynasty would be the end one like kang some like it'd be something about so yeah i think your theory is really solid and obviously it makes sense that it's going to be more taking parts of the second secret wars because it's multiverse and and we've already been told about incursions that being Um, said while i do think it's going to be more of the second one if we don't get a spider-man black suit Oh, I'm, I think I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be livid. I livid. wonder if they'll give us a Spider-Man and then and a Miles Morales. And that's how Miles Morales gets introduced in Secret Wars. I don't want to wait that long, Horry. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Well, yeah. No, I don't think anyone that. does, but Oh yeah, I'm not down to wait that long. Sorry. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now that I've gone through both Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, do you have any questions or comments that you feel that I didn't cover well enough or that you've thought of as I've gone through? No, but I think a couple of my predictions kind of, I feel fit, which I'm sure we're going to get into next about predicting these next eight, but like some i'm not like my i'm gonna put this out there now because we're probably gonna get into this we have chosen to predict there's eight unannounced projects in phase six like we got the three major ones but there's eight others that they didn't tell anything about we are expecting them to get announced at d23 there is a lot of options of what there those so many options i'm re-looking at my list right now and i've realized some of the stuff that's missing from there and i'm like oh shit how do i get that in with it still making sense there's so many options. There's stuff that people are ex- like new stuff, like sideshows and stuff or whatnot. I don't think we're only getting eight 
projects. Neither do I. I think this is the eight big name projects, and it's going to be eight films. I don't think we get ten films in twelve months. However, if we do, we can eat good that year, brother. Well, well I <laughs> lean more towards films, but maybe one or two of them are shows, and then there's extra shows mixed in. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say now my predictions are definitely probably less calculated and less thought out as Connor's. Uh, Connor will probably have a pretty more solid idea of what they make sense of what it might be. I'm going off what I know about and what I would like. Mix of okay. both. So, bearing in mind, I've basically spoken for an hour straight. Would you, like Do you want me to go first? first? Yes. Okay. So, the first... I think this is before Fantastic Four. I forget where Fantastic Four fits in. Fantastic Four is the start of Phase 6. Is it the first? There's nothing before it. Nothing before it in Phase 6. Okay. Well. I believe. The first unannounced one, which I think is Fall 24. Um, Do you want me, I've, got, I've got them on my notes from the previous episode. Do you want me to read them out in order? I have all the unannounced ones. I just don't know where Fantastic Four fits in. Okay, so it goes Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Then, then two full 2024. Yeah. So I guess one of them technically could be before Fantastic Four. Yeah. But it didn't look that way on the timeline as far as I remember. Yeah. Um, we then have two in winter 24, um, early 2025. Yeah. Two spring. Um, two spring 2025. Then, it's... then Kang Dynasty yeah. May 2nd. Two summer 2025, and, and then, then Avengers Secret War uh-huh. in November. Okay. So I think one of them summer ones might get pushed back slightly. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, okay, so my first fall one, we'll say coming after Fantastic Four. We talked about it last week, that it was missing and unknown. But I think that's going to be Armor Wars. I think the first one will be Armor Wars, because we'll have had the... Um, obviously we'll have had Secret Invasion where we're going to get Rhodey in his suit we'll have had Ironheart at the end of Phase 5 kind of then feel like we know Armor Wars is there not forgotten so it makes sense that it come out sooner rather than later into Phase 6 because it's kind of probably still in the works or like halfway done or whatever they're doing with it like it's already way in on the go sort of thing so i think it starts i think the first one's gonna be armor wars the next one is something i know less about but you keep mentioning so i feel like it makes sense that it would show up in phase six which is midnight suns i think they do something with that it seems that they're building up characters for that whether that's a disney plus show or a film i don't know i think that's in there somewhere early on um then for my two winter ones and like I'm gonna say this now, the order of these is kind of whatever. I just kind of put them in what order I think works. Um, I have Shang Chi two because I ex- I feel like we're gonna get another Shang Chi. Forgot about that. Um, this is a lot harder than I initially thought it was. I've be- definitely shoehorned projects in that I want and I think make sense with my theories, and not thought about what? actual. What, what con- they will try and get out for commercial success. And what we 
Because like you think where Shang-Chi 2 left off, it kind of feels like it needs to... Well, Shang-Chi 1, I mean. feels like we need a second one before shit kicks off. Uh, the other winter one, winter 24-25, I have Deadpool 3 in there. I actually think Deadpool's going to be... I know we talked about it last week where we weren't sure if it was actually going to be officially MCU. I think it is. And I wonder if they didn't announce it because they're going to put it in in Phase 6. Uh, that's kind of like my I'd like it to be but I also kind of I'm not 100% sure they would um, like we said last week they might just throw it in whenever they want um, and keep it kind of loosely tied but I'm putting it in there um, so then for spring I have Eternals too I think the Eternals will come back and we'll get another Eternals Um because I feel like they might be playing a part in the whole Kang thing. Uh, and then my other spring one is Young Avengers. Because we keep getting all these new characters, the young one, like whether that's a TV show again or if it's a film. Um, I feel like that's going to fit in there. Then a Kang Dynasty. And then for summer is where... I'm a lot more loose on what they are, but I have Wolverine slash other mutant solo film. And then the next summer one is a mutants film or X-Men film. Uh, and then Secret Wars. That's kind of mine. So to go back through, I've got Armor Wars, Midnight Suns, Shang-Chi 2, Deadpool 3, Eternals 2, Young Avengers, Wolverine or other mutant film x-men film then an x-men mutants group film before secret wars am i far off the mark with some of those ideas some of them ideas which i didn't think you'd have as ideas i've also got oh nice i'm um, listening <laughs> some of them you thought of that i didn't think of um maybe that's more because you're like thinking as a pure fan of the MCU who's thinking more what thinking MCU what might come. need to come back. Yeah. Um and like I said before, some of these might be me trying to shoehorn things in that I want. Mm -hmm. So we've got Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. The order of some of these I'd be up for changing, but I'm gonna list them in the order that I wrote them in because this was the order I was thinking of them. And as we get on I I lose my consistency of what I think could or couldn't be. Yeah. Um, because it gets more tricky. Um, so I think one of the full 2024 films is Spider-Man 4. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, that in the comics, Johnny Storm and Spider-Man are very good friends. I did not. And him being alone now. Um, I think it could be very, very possible to see a street-level Spider-Man film with a bit of a um, Johnny Storm appearance. At the end, I have a thought on Spider-Man. But I'll um, save it. The other full 2024 film I have, which mm. you didn't have, which I think is an absolute necessity. Oh, no. Unless I haven't listened properly. Doctor Strange 3. Oh, no, I didn't have that on there. I think Doctor Strange 3 has to be one of these six projects. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about Doctor Strange because we've just had one. So I was thinking things that have been a while. Shit. Mm. Um, 
Winter 24, early 25. Um, I think we're going to get an X-Men slash Mutant film. Okay, so Maybe earlier. Deadpool 3. Mm. But I think we're going to get an X-Men Mutant project. Mm-hmm. Maybe a film, maybe a TV show. Um, I've called this one a film. Um, I think that's what we get there. Okay. Because I think the mutants are going to be more important for Phase 7. And onwards. Yeah. Just, I mean, they've already stopped drip feeding it with yeah. Marvel and stuff. So I think that's going to be our first proper introduction to any kind of X Men. Mm-hmm. I then think, I don't know why I put this in here because there's definitely better options, but I have decided <laughs> um, our other Winter 24, early 25 is going to be She Hulk season two. Oh. Don't ask me why. It's been decided. Accept it. Okay. I then sp- think our first spring 2025 film, uh, no, project, mm-hmm. is either going to be Ironheart Season 2 oh. or a Civil War 2 project. Because by that point, we would have had a bit more exposure to the X-Men. Uh-huh. And the Civil War 2 storyline could make sense. Okay. And we know Kang is smart, so having a little bit of a fracture as a result of Civil War 2 mm. would then make a good time for him to strike in Kang Dynasty. Yeah. Um, now, I've only got one option here. This could also be Civil War 2. So I've kind of got three projects that I think go into these two slots. Okay. So in the, the two spring slots, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got either Ironheart Season 2, Ms. Marvel Season 2, and Civil War 2. Right. I think we get two of them three. Okay. Um, We then obviously get Kang Dynasty. Yeah. Then our two summer projects. I think we get a new show around mutants or the X-Men. Okay. Or Moon Knight Season 2. Or mm. Midnight Suns. Right. Um, I did say... Uh, uh, see, this is why we should never ever talk not on the podcast. Um, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not. I'm not... People are nervous that there's been no announcement of a Moon Knight Season 2. That's because I think they go straight into Midnight Suns. Um, note on that, which I've just realised you haven't got it in your things yeah there was a little video of oscar isaac and the director in cairo being a bit weird and funny with a fan yeah and saying that why else would we be here i mean i never believe anything anyone who's no to marvel has to say i mean yeah no no no, it's this definitely it means something yeah whether they're just scouting that could just just easily be them filming for midnight suns true oh yeah, yeah true 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 um, and then I think the other summer project is a Young Avengers show. Oh, you have that later. Okay. Which is one I did not think you'd go for. I thought that would be something that... you Obviously, we've spoken about it, but I thought yeah. that would be something that would uh, slip your mind. Well, it's something we've talked about for a while. As new, like, they had the Hawkeye series and different the legacy characters. Yeah, like the... So it's like... if I didn't know if they were in... Important, or if they were involved in Secret Wars, 
like some of those characters so i was like it kind of makes sense that they would have they've done they'll have done so many of the shows by that point that like they need the little team up one i think what it kind of is is it's kind of like a falcon and a winter soldier style show where the entire show is about them getting ready to become the Avengers, okay. but not knowing they're becoming the Avengers. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I get you. So they're kind of forced into a situation where they're having to work together, and then at the end of it, they kind of accept that they are the next generation of Avengers. Yeah, I get you. So, um, while I remember, and it's on my mind, cool. Spider-Man being one of your options, Spider-Man 4, I thought about this, and you're not gonna say something i'm not gonna like are you i don't um, i don't know but i also like while i was trying to figure out some of these films i look i was like looking at um like lists of films that have been and what like might be next and looking up different things trying to get ideas and get my head around it one thing comment on the spider-man that i saw was if Sony want to keep the rights, they actually have to release Spider-Man 4 during Phase 5. Because of timeline. Of how often they no. have to release a film. Yeah, no. it's every two years, isn't it? That he has to appear in a project. Um, What are they releasing? They've got Madam Web. They've got El Morato. Um, they, can, they, they, they will slap some random Donnie and a Spider-Man suit into one of them films just to keep the rights. True, but... Unless, as part of their new deal with Marvel, they've agreed... Um, You've got to remember, though, with No Way Home, that wasn't part of the thing, and then they, it got added in. originally. So it's like, it could be they announced all these to be like, look, Sony, we have all these films, we need him here. Let us, let us. That's my only thing I saw, was like, people were saying that It'd have to come out in phase five. I, I do, I do get that, and I would, I, w I would understand the point. I think they don't want Sony to release a Spider-Man film that's going to fuck with their plans. So they'll kind of go, "Ayo, we'll do the film here. Don't worry about the rights; they won't revert to us. We'll, we'll do a new contract or whatever." So, um, I don't know, but it is interesting. I would rather have it in phase five to get it sooner. <laughs> Oh, always. Bro bro my brother in Christ, let me be completely fucking honest with you. I would go and watch a new Spider-Man film every three months <laughs> and never, ever get bored. No matter how garbage it ends up being, I will go watch. Because you know what? It could be great, and it's Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. just, just like I do for Batman. Just like I do for The Flash. I don't so... even like Batman that much. <laughs> Batman, Batman, Batman's a fucking mid-tier hero to me, but you know what? He's iconic. Yeah. And it's got power. I'll go see it. In 2024, I'm going to be at the cinema every fucking day watching shit for this podcast. You think I won't go see a Spider-Man film every month if they made it? <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's the same film, just with 30 seconds of extra footage. Sweet. Two tickets, please, and a large popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that was the only thing why... And that's why I didn't put Spider-Man, because I read that. No, and no, then... no, and I, I fully get it. That is something that I normally keep a very close eye on. And I think because, like, he's in the MCU, I tend not to think about it as much anymore. But I used to have, like, dates set in mind of, okay, we're going to get a Spider-Man film here, otherwise Marvel get the rights back, and that'd be banging. Mm. Um, but, of course, Tony are never, ever going to let that revert. <laughs> um, 
and then there's like so you said some of the shows like miss marvel 2 and she hulk 2 i didn't i i was kind of loose on adding in the shows because i think they'll get mixed in there yeah. because there's um, potentially I, like loki season three i definitely took it only being eight projects as gospel just to limit myself yeah fair um i've also remembered why i had she hulk season two in there oh um i thought because secret war would have her becoming part of the fantastic four potentially they, need... they would want a season to set up her character arc for that right yeah um because that'd be quite a big a big team change up so I... That's why I decided she needed to be in there don't know if we get miss marvel too if we get young avengers i want miss marvel don't don't yeah, but, me hurry but she might be in a one like we're getting the marvels and she's in that much when she next returns. Well, she then returns yeah. in Young Avengers. That's a long old break. <laughs> the, bro, there's so many things that are going to have so, long breaks. So what I'm going to go out on a limb and make, assuming that we're being lied to and it's not just eight projects, and it's just yes. eight projects that they can confirm are definitely going to happen without a shadow of a doubt, I think it's going to be five films, three shows. Okay. Um, I think Midnight Suns is a show. I think Midnight Suns season two of Ironheart, She-Hulk or Miss Marvel. Or Loki and, 3. No, 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 of them oh. three. And then a mutant-based TV show mm -hmm. will be the ones that they confirm. And we will probably get an additional two to three shows on top of that, which will be a, maybe a Loki season three and a She-Hulk season two and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I definitely think there's a few because it's so hard now with the shows as well to like fit things in what's going to happen is they're going to go okay we've got a film coming out every six weeks cool you've got six weeks right in that gap there do, do your show there and then yeah. it's film and then another TV show then film another TV show it's going to be outrageous it's, it's going to be ridiculous three hour episodes every week I'm wondering. So don't to like and subscribe so that we can make sure we can dedicate all our time to this. Um, the only one I guess in my picks that I guess could maybe not be included in this would be Eternals Two. That's probably the only one I put out there that maybe necessarily isn't needed for Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. But I. But I do think. I see the only reason I think is like because of um these different tech like artifacts we're finding, I think they're linked to eternals. Yeah. It's gonna it's, there's really just yeah. there's a lot going on. Well that's um, our predictions if, out there. If if nothing else, it shows how ambitious the speed they're trying to do this at is. Mm. Oh yeah, and like like you mentioned Doctor Strange 3. I didn't even think of that because we've only just had one and the last Doctor Strange that, before that, that felt that ages ago. That is the only one that I think actually has to be in there. I don't know if they just put the him in end credit scene else. about an incursion. If, if we agree yeah, that my shit. idea of secret walls being centered around incursions... Yeah, I forgot about the post-credit scene. <laughs> that, that, that I just oh. think it has to be in there. Yeah, there's so much. God, Marvel, what are you doing? How are you fitting this? Like, I don't know if it's Secret okay. Wars get, does Secret Wars get pushed back to the... I don't know. I don't know. 
Kevin, do you want um, to just like just fill us in? We'll sign okay, NDAs. Because um, DC are keeping keeping us on our, on our toes as well. Really? Are they? Yeah, and, yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. That they are ready to rival Marvel. Um, so what they did is this brilliant, is brilliant business move. Feel feel free to steal this business move, aspiring entrepreneurs out there. They spent a hundred million making this Batgirl film, which people were very excited about. Um, and then for some reason they decided, you know what, we're not going to release it in cinemas. We're just going to put it straight on HBO Max. That'll um that'll make us a lot more money. Hmm. Sick. Um, so then they filmed it paid everyone everyone's been paid everyone's got their money everyone's done their hard work everyone's poured their heart and soul into this project and then they went cool that was a nice i spent 100 mil let's just never put it anywhere they they cancelled back girl it's finished they filmed it all i believe it was in the later stages of editing as well yeah it was it's still as far as i understand it still had editing and um post-production Sort yeah, but it wasn't like but... full editing. It was like it was like halfway through or something. Second, third, yeah. brushes. Um, and oh, it was like, hey, fuck this off. I feel like we were we were doing quite well for not ragging on DC. No, no, listen, we it'd been a while since we ragged on DC. I mean, it, was it not literally last week? We went, yeah, Marvel's Marvel's always really good, but it's fine because The Rock gave out free tickets. Yeah, and but that, also, one second. Sorry, that was I light. Didn't even write this down. Oh, okay, God. we're going into ramp mode. Oh, God, here we go. The Rock. Fight me, brother. Your ego is fucking ridiculous. Okay, I haven't seen DC League Super Pets yet. Oh, no. I, I do plan on going to see it if I get time. I'm fucking swamped at the minute and I don't understand how, <laughs> but I just am. Um, so in his press conference, someone asked him who would win between you and Superman. Oh no! Um, obviously trying to bait them into bringing out Henry Cavill, which I respect. And the Rock just sits there and goes, "Ugh." Uh, I guess that uh, depends who's playing Superman, wouldn't it? This motherfucker has got such a large ego, and I know this is him because he admitted he came up with this in an interview. Oh no. Post-credit scene well, super of, of Super Pets. We see Superman and Crypto at like a park or something. Crypto, who's obviously voiced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah. then squares up with another dog. Black Adam's dog. Also voiced by The Rock. Yeah, what? At which point, Black Adam appears, you only see him from the back, modelled after The Rock, foreshadowing oh. a second one in which John Krasinski, Superman, and The Rock fight The Rock on The Rock. Bro, what? My head. How many times did he have in his contract that he had to appear? I, 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 I loved The Rock growing up. I'm watching a bit of WWE, and he's he's good at in a lot of roles. Stop casting this man in every fucking role that he wants. Uh, I just don't like. Surely someone in the casting department was like, "This no, is a bit he has too weird." Much power. He, he's a, he's a superstar. He is the superstar. The Rock goes. I would like in this kids film 
to have it mentioned that I have a huge penis, and they're like, you know what, Rock? That is a great idea. That's great. Good job. It's just an animated. Well, like, how large does your ego have to be that when asked about Black Adam and Superman fighting, he decided he was going to tease Super Dog fighting Black Adam Dog, who he voices both of? <laughs> like, bro, come on. I know it's a kid's film. I know it's a kid's film. And I'm all for younger kids having an entry into superheroes. What I am not all for is for these films pandering to one overly fucking juiced up muscle heads ego yeah I mean I just it's a, such a random thing to do like even if like it's meant to be jokey the fact that he's voicing both one it's like why 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 was where was the need like uh Makes me sad. Well, but anyway, DC. Yeah, I mean, yes, we no, we fine. slightly ragged on the last week. News. We do have some good news coming out of DC. Do we? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've decided what is going to compete with one of the most anticipated films of all time in Fantastic Four. <laughs> Joker mm. Two is going to come out around the same time as Fantastic Four. Is that a you smart know, move though. You know, the all singing, all dancing musical. Oh, God, it's yeah. It's also going to star Lady Gaga. Do you know what it is? I genuinely believe Joker 2 is going to be good. I do. But it's really I difficult to sit here with a straight fucking face and defend this film when we're hearing rumours that it's going to be a musical and no one's come out and gone, that's fucking ridiculous. This is a gritty superhero film. It's not going to be a musical. What is like? We said this about Sony. Like, what the fuck is going on in the Sony office? What the fuck is going on in the DC office? It's the same office. You know what it is? It is two guys. Do you know what it is? It's a group chat. Like me and you, like this, passing <laughs> weed back and forth. You go. No. It's... What if we made Joker sing? No. It's you know what it is. It's a group chat between the Sony office and the and then just in the group chat, Sony's like, "Yo." We had a really good idea for the film. Why don't you do Joker as a musical? We think over here that'd be great. And then Warner Bros. is like, oh, why don't you do... They're some... daring each other. Holy shit. Yeah, like, it's, it's, oh. it's, it's two frat bros playing like, the world's <laughs> longest game of truth or dare. Warner Bros. is just like, oh, do you know what we'd we would do, but we can't because we don't have the rights? Why don't you do a Craven film that's not actually a hunter? And Sony's like, wow, that's a great idea, Warner Bros. Talking on that because you know what Sony can get some as well. Oh, there we go. Um, did you see that? Um, what's his face has come out? What's so his they, face? Really disrespectful. Let me get his name. Sorry. They're gonna because it's not his fault. Craven Justice. Let I'm me like, get his name. Down. So don't want, down? Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> mm, that was him. Yeah. Um, has come out and said, "I think they the guys misspoke. We want to do Craven Justice." He's going to be the hunter that you all know and love. But he no. is environmentally conscious due no. to the time he spent out there. No. That I can get, I like, as a concept, I can get behind that a little bit more. Than caring no. about trees and the planet. Yeah. 
But do not try and sell me on him being like some poison ivy bullshit of being an eco-terrorist or some shit. Yeah, big doubt. This man goes around killing fun things for fun to prove that he is the apex predator. Do you know what they will... Anything else is a fucking failure. Do you know what they will do? One thing they will do well. Visually, he'll look like Craven, And they might nail it with the outfit and because of their choice of actor. Everything else is going to be Sony tainted. You know what the most heartbreaking thing is? Aaron Taylor Johnson's a fucking brilliant actor. Mm. And when I heard he'd been cast as Craven before the You're shitty movie's film... I was like, oh, yeah. I can see that man wearing a lion as a vest and chasing after Spider-Man. And then they're like, hey, yo, but he loves animals, though. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, it's just... Sony and DC, like, come on. Did you also hear that they might be moving the Aquaman back? Again? They might be rearranging Aquaman to better fit in with things. I can't remember what it was. Well, did you also see people losing their mind on Twitter because Batgirl got cancelled for nothing? Yeah. And they're like, but you're still going to release The Flash. Yeah. Whose main actor is currently MIA with a child. Though, I suppose one slight potentially good news is we got a picture of uh, Jason Momoa, didn't we? With... Yeah. So everyone was a bit excited for that. That was an exciting so, thing, a little bit. So did, did, did you see why that happened, though? Isn't it for some weird interaction between the two of them? No, no. So oh. it was a DC fuck-up again. Oh, okay. Batfleck was secretly there filming scenes that was going to be a surprise. Oh, and they invited Jason Momoa? No, no. Oh. And then they walked openly throughout the sets while a tour was going on, and everyone saw them. <laughs> oh... So DC then had to quickly get ahead of it and announce told, it themselves. Yeah, told them that, go post this picture of the two of you together. So yeah, it is a cool announcement <sighs> that spawned out of a DC fuck-up. <laughs> at least, at least we live in a world with the MCU. Because imagine we didn't have the MCU. Let's be real, this is, podcast would be... Come back- Someone's going to come back to us and be like, you're such MCU dick riders. And it's like, bro, you listened to this show near the beginning. I am. Go back to when Batman came out. We fucking love Batman. DC has, in my opinion, characters I enjoy more. Yeah, you've said this many a time. The animated stuff that has been produced by DC, the animated films and shows, are second to fucking none. Yeah. However, you get an actual actor in front of an actual fucking camera and it all goes to shit. Nine times out of ten. I I have been waiting for a Flash film. (laughs) Ten years? I finally get one. It's been delayed four times. I've heard good things, I've heard bad things, and now the main actor turns out to be a piece of um, shit yeah being. a mess of a person yeah I'm just worn down i want nothing more than oh, yeah, we... a really good 
I don't know. Right now, we have nothing to talk about next week. Maybe next week I go on a 40-minute rant about how I would do the DCEU, which is kind of what actually sparked the idea of doing this podcast in the first place many months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what I do to show that we are not just MCU shills. We respect people who are doing a good job, and right now DC aren't. Yeah, and maybe like, this comes back to bite us in three years' time when we're going to Marvel premieres, but DC won't invite us because we've been too harsh on them. Or maybe, concurrent. maybe, just maybe, it will get on the desk of the right person and they'll go, you know what? The fans care. Let's just try really hard. We, we can hope and dream. But until then, I'm going to enjoy Phase 5 and Phase 6 of the MCU, also now known as the MCM. <laughs> Still we, coining we want that our super term. content, and right now, Marvel are the only yeah. delivering. Thankfully, we can top up our nerd like hunger with Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. So I'll Thank tread you. carefully around Lord oh. of the Rings because uh, people seem yeah, to be. Yeah, people are angry. We're like, Rings of Power looks really fun, and they're like, no, no, fucking looks like shit. I'm so oh, ready to rinse those people when it comes out. There's like one point which is a bit weird for them to do, but I also get why they're doing it. But we'll get into that another time. But people being like, they're breaking law. They're breaking. Oh, shut up and enjoy the film. <laughs> Me and you being Star Wars and Marvel fans, just like first time. Like <laughs> these, the fans getting butt hurt about to be broken. Yeah, the people getting butt hurt about Lord of Rings. You're the reason we're only just getting another Lord of Rings project because it's taken so long to persuade them to let us. Don't because fuck they this know up. What your fuckers are like. Yeah, don't fuck this up. Um, but yeah, people got real angry when we said it looked good. Yeah, They're good. Like, Do you have eyes? And I'm like, yes. Yes, and I they was said aware. It looked good. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and these aren't glasses. I don't have correct. Not, I mean, these are glasses. I don't have like actual lenses that need. These are just blue light glasses. My vision's like 2020, boys. It looked good. I'd love to say the same, but I. Nah, it's a fuck. You, know, you blind as oh. fuck. You think Avatar looks good? Not, <laughs> not nibbling. Oh, you wanted to. I. Speaking of Avatar, we may get Avatar announcements at D23. Okay, cool. We're not talking about Avatar. Avatar I, has no room on this podcast. I'm, I'm bringing it up. I don't give a shit. No, you're not. I'm going to we'll, show you the fuck. When we talk about D23. We're going to have an argument in the middle of a fucking episode. You realize I'm the one in control here. That's fine. I can just mute you mid-session and talk about what I want. I, I, I will simply delete the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> just delete on YouTube. Or um, I'll download it cut out that bit really really fucking horribly cut it out as well well what will happen um, is connor will just leave the call mid and i'll have to ring him back when i'm finished talking about avatar <laughs> what we'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll have a code word for pee break or something and you can talk for 10 minutes while i go and do literally anything else because it would be a better use of my time <laughs> anyway after that segment of ranting about the state of dc and sony i feel better though do you feel better I mean, loads better. Always great to get it aired I mean, out. yeah, I know I care too much about this stuff, but I care about the characters. It They're comes a from of... a place of passion. Yeah. And like, I don't know. If you don't get worked up about trivial stuff, you're not living life right. It's that simple. Same with sports. But you also um, got to enjoy what we get given. Exactly. Anyway. So. Super showdown. Yes. Should have been gave... last week, but... I gave Warner Brothers an extra week to decide that multiverses would be the right sponsor for this. But as we've already established, they're a bit of a shit show over there, so they haven't got back to me. I also didn't actually send an email. <laughs> but. Um, Abomination versus Captain Cold. 
villains final. Standard rules apply. 18 and all. The winner will be taking on Martian Manhunt next week. Yes, they will. But who wins when they are both in a neutral environment with only their standard equipment and they are bloodlusted? In reality, we could have fit this in last week. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be kind of quick. Be- because what happens is Abomination goes next. What what actually happens is Abomination walks up. Captain Cold's like, "Ha ha, freeze." Covers him in ice and Abomination just goes and then rips him apart. Yeah. Unfortunately for um Hulk-style characters, Ice doesn't really do too much, no. um, which really, really hurts Captain Cold's chances. <laughs> kind of his whole thing, his whole, like... Yeah, I, I mean, he's not really kitted to take on a pissed-off, nah. like, fucking ripped... To sh- like... Yeah, it's, <sighs> it's not lo- it's not looking good, bruv. Let's, let's be real. Uh, any Abomination or Hulk character... Like they're all they're so hard to kind of deal with and kill. It takes a special kind of person, and unfortunately, Captain Cold is not that special kind of person. He's great. He's very strong. He can beat a lot of people. Um, he can outplay a lot of people. Uh, but Abomination ain't one of them, really. Um, especially a bloodlusted Abomination. He's just gonna absolutely rip you to shreds the first chance he gets. Yeah. Captain Cold doesn't oh. have any, like, stamina improvements, really, does he, or anything? Yeah, and, like... you've, and you've also got to remember Captain Cold's part of a team that follows yeah. a very strict code in the comics and are kind of, like, set up for the Flash and the Flash only. Yeah. They use Cold to slow him down, they use mirrors to escape him, and they don't try and hurt anyone so that, like, if someone, like, Gorilla Grodd, who is killing people and invading the city, he's kind of like, you know what? I kind of need to deal with the murderous people, not the people mm-hmm. who aren't hurting anyone, but are robbing stuff. Yeah. Um. And as a result of that, while they are very, well, I say very good, they're good villains for the Flash and the Flash comics, and they work perfectly. Mm. Going up against someone like Abomination, whose pure goal is kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Get angrier and kill harder. He's not looking good, bruv. <laughs> no, it's it's really not looking good, bruv. Um, um I mean Captain so, Cold, like, don't go wrong. Captain Cold's made it to the villains final. He's Yeah, he's actually done a really good proven job. himself pretty well. Uh, every single time I've been waiting for someone to send a message go, how the fuck is Captain Cold still in this? <laughs> how is this and man? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, he's had a pretty good run. He has. I feel like on the villain side, Marvel has a lot scarier people cutting about. Yeah. Well, I We've don't picked... think he actually beats anyone from Marvel's side. I can't remember everyone, but I'm going to agree Doctor with you. Doom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Magneto. Yeah. Green Goblin. Mm, yeah. Might yeah, he has... maybe have the chance at Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Yeah, that's probably but it. Magneto and Doctor Doom clap him easy. Yeah, whereas Abomination's had to get through that. destroys his gun. Yeah. Um... But when I was on the hero side, though, like the the um, DC heroes were overall a stronger bunch yeah. than the uh, Marvel heroes. So yeah, That's I think it's pretty cut and dry. Abomination wins. Abomination goes through. 
Which leaves us with the final I was kind of expecting from around the quarterfinal stage. Yeah, so was I. Um, and I genuinely don't know. I really don't. We might legitimately have a 10 to 15 minute debate next week over what it is. Because yeah. I'm going to be flip floppy as fuck on it. That's the problem. I'm going to actually put a bit or try and look up and remember to look up things and try and figure it out a bit in my head. <laughs> and not just come into this like, hmm. Which one stronger and bigger? <laughs> Which one's scarier? Yeah, literally. But yeah, final the final of our bracket, finally. Yeah. This has carried us for a while here. It has. It's been um, good content. Yeah. We should probably pull our finger out and sort out the next one as well. But we'll have an, we'll have an off season week. Oh. <laughs> off season Rostermania. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's more of you guys watching than ever now. Um, yeah. Maybe you guys actually have some superhero showdowns you want to hear us discuss now. Yeah. Maybe. If you if you have suggestions, start dropping them. Yeah. If if you've got anyone you think should be in a bracket or just a straight up matchup you'd like to see, um, if not, I think we Welcome might on. come up with maybe a themed bracket. Oh. Who knows? Um. How many different yeah. Hulk characters are there? Um. I know of Hulk, She-Hulk, Hulkling, Scar, Red Hulk, um, Abomination, Red Hulk. That's six. Um, there was another one. Is it? Is he called A Bomb? I don't know. Oh, if we could get eight, you could have a little like eight-man Hulk bracket. <laughs> Who is the strongest Hulk? A Bomb Marvel. Well, that's yeah. A Bomb's another Hulk star character. Well, yeah, we could do themes. For sure. Yeah, I've... I mean, I was thinking more like mutants. <laughs> I know, know you were. It's only because we've got a bomb. It's like very fucking niche. It's like, you want me to find how many Hulk Star characters? <laughs> it's because of abominations in the Christ. final. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe we do like. Okay, so there's this thing on TikTok. Oh, here we go. Where basically there's an account that like, finds the most powerful version of a character. Right. From a universe. Uh-huh. Oh, we start picking universe versions. Yeah, and we find like the most powerful version of Iron Man, the most powerful version of Captain America, the most powerful Spider-Man. Um, see. The only problem with that is that will require legitimate research from both of us every single week. Uh... No. Yeah, it's not looking good, bro. And like, don't get me wrong. Me and Ori do research for each yeah. episode, but Super Show that's supposed to be a fun thing. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm I, not. I, don't, I, don't I know myself like... well enough, and by if you're a regular viewer, you know by now that I'm terrible at remembering to do things. Yeah, Especially I haven't with got Hulk coming up soon. Yeah, trying to balance actual boring nine to five person job, managing my own YouTube channel and stream schedule putting together a character profile every week mm -hmm. as well as watching any new shows that have come out mm -hmm. and finding news and editing the shorts and trying my best to remember to upload all of it to tiktok as well gotcha. Shit. and all of the tweets <laughs> it's not looking good bruv <laughs> no which is why we want the bracket <laughs> why yeah, we the bra the bracket. yeah the bracket every was single helpful. week we were like hey you know did you think it was super showed up um, well, we'll 
figure it out. Something not too not. complex. Yeah, th- we've done this thing we, we do at the end of every episode where it just becomes a business meeting instead. Yeah, um, a little show update for you all. In fact, in the future, I'm just going to start renaming outro in the running order to business meeting. Um, and just see how long it takes Harry to actually move off of it. Speaking of that, how did you guys enjoy the shorts this week? There were, I think, some would say, that globally known, worldwide reviewed, as okay. I think <laughs> YouTube definitely noticed a change in style at the beginning of the week and did not reward it. Well, that's just YouTube for you. Um, and then uh, towards the back end of the week, it was like, okay, maybe this is still okay. We'll, we'll let more people see this. We'll keep an eye on you, though. TikTok, however, fucking loved it. TikTok, I said, we we kind of hit we, our average very easily. We, we, we got to our average. Top. We got our average very easily with none that missed the average. Yeah. But also, interaction rate was a lot higher. More likes, more follows, more comments. And we had one that popped off. And we had one that popped off. Um, so while I would say, yeah, we didn't get any more views on TikTok, the views were more valuable views on TikTok, it seems. However, we are not editing everything twice, once for TikTok, one for YouTube, too lazy for that. And I am back in charge now, so prepare to just be spammed again. With whatever Connor decides, which is fun. We, we tested. I'm just going to be in a little AB test. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there might come a week where we have a slightly shorter episode where it might make more sense for me to just go, you know what? We're just going to do three a day and they're going to be more like that. It worked um, well this last week. Even if I do do it that way, I'm not going to be doing Horry's way of cutting from one face cam to the other. No, no, no. You look at both of us at the same time. And yeah. there's one reason, one reason only. Hori's idle face when I'm rambling is funny to me. I cut that in sometimes. Yeah. I, it's also like, people need to understand, I've done editing on and off for a few years. Like, I'm somewhat okay and decent and quick at it. Connor's still fairly new to editing. Yeah, I mean, you've been doing it for a while now, but... I, I've spent more time editing on a mobile phone than on a PC still. Yeah. So it's like, mine is a lot of cuts and scrubbing and cutting and like uh, camera placement, which is all just copy and paste in the positioning, but I'm very quick at it. And if Connor wants to do like nine shots a day, I ain't got fucking time for that, Um, which I totally get. I'm a factory, Hori is an artist. Correct. That's actually really good work. Yeah. That's why we work. Um, But before this goes like, on for another 10 minutes of us rambling yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're rambling on here like we're trying to hit the one hour mark when in reality, we we're way past an hour that. of 40 or whatever. We're hitting one hour 50 right now. Yeah. Thank you for listening if you're still listening at this point. Yeah. I mean, if, if you you're one it, of, maybe If you're here and you're not subscribed with the bell on and the like button hit, you're a fucking psychopath and I respect it. But you should probably do them things yeah. if you made it all the way to the end of this rambling. I'm surprised you haven't already. Or, I mean, if you really did hate it, you can hit the dislike, but I mean, you've, you've if you listened. you really didn't like it, make sure you comment and tell us how much you disliked it. And why you listened to us for an hour and 50, but still disliked it. If you made it this far, in the comments, write chicken butt. 
just go. so we know if you made it. Yeah. And with that, <laughs> exiting remark. We'll uh, we'll see you next week for a li slightly less packed week. Maybe who knows? Yeah, who, I mean, who knows in this world? But yeah, appreciate everyone for listening. Um, we'll see you next week.